Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. You don't need a shelf-stable product if it's crap. Uh, (laughs) You don't want to be the product that wasn't sold during the pandemic. Yeah, (laughs) claim to be claim to fame being uh, there were lots of us available during the pandemic. Welcome back to Pitstop. Joining me once again is Claudia Goldfarb, the co-founder and CEO of So Good. They make products that are so good, both tasty, but also really uh, the word ethical gets thrown out, but but it really is a, an ethical product from packaging to certification, which is what we're going to be talking a little bit about today with some natural preservation. We both got our start in the pet industry, different modes of Uh, preserving natural pet snacks, a lot of dehydration, as well as freeze-dried. So we've gone down that rabbit hole a little bit. So we're going to be talking about how that reflects on the human side of things. And also some of the certifications, which if you heard in the last episode, because you're subscribed, things like SQF, as well as certified halal, kosher, etc. Claudia, welcome back to Pit Stop. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be back. My pleasure. So what do you want to talk about first, the the certifications or some of those preservation techniques and what others should know before trying to make a shelf-stable product? And I, I don't want you to, to give away all your trade secrets here. We're not going to be talking about those those methods, but just what people should know about, about um, maybe storing, shipping, et cetera, when it comes to their, their natural foods. So I think that they go in hand really well, right? Your certifications and your preservation or your manufacturing techniques. For us, when we launched So Good, what we were really focused on is nutritious, delicious, shelf-stable products. And mm-hmm. given it's our- almost like that, that good, cheap, or fast, you can pick two of the three. It's either yeah. going to be nutritious and shelf-stable, but it won't be that good, or it's good nutritious, but it's, it, it's, it's something that you have to eat within the next six hours. Yeah. And we solved that problem. Um, and that's exactly why we were sitting there during the pandemic and you would open, you know, your, your fruit drawer and there's nothing in there because you couldn't get it. Or once it did molds within 72 hours or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so what's beautiful about freeze-dried technology, which is preservation technique that we decided to go with is mm-hmm. the technology is expensive, mm-hmm. but I think it's well worth it. And one of the reasons why I love freeze-dried technology, it preserves without preservatives. The mm-hmm. only thing you're using on your product is the technology. So for example, our freeze-dried strawberries, there's nothing in them other than a strawberry. And, and not to get too in the weeds, but I, mm-hmm. I love the technology. I, like to, I, I yeah. can talk about water activity levels all day, Claudia. Oh, totally. You know, and water activity, your moisture levels, and mm-hmm. Especially, you know, like on a freeze-dried side versus like a dehydrated product, you need to measure both. It's not Mm -hmm. just water activity, but it's also your moisture levels. And so what I would say to you is as you're looking for what you want to accomplish with your preservation, have a really good lab, you know, in your background so that you know what you're supposed to be testing for. Because a lot of times it's, okay, I took care of my water activity or my moisture, but you know, on the pathogen side, I'm not quite there. And so your lab's very important. 
Your QA practitioner is incredibly important. So your quality assurance practitioner, the person that's going to come into your facility and give you all of the protocols and plans that say, you know, in order to make a safe, quality, shelf-stable product, because those are the three things we want, right? You don't need a shelf-stable product if it's crap. Uh, (laughs) And we were talking in the green room, maybe the sort of the the last episode, I I can't remember of what seemed just empty grocery shelves. You don't want to be the product that wasn't sold during the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) You claim to be, claim to fame being, oh, there were lots of us available during the pandemic. Uh, can you imagine? That would be a hilarious commercial, you know, or meme or whatever it is. So, you know, from a certification standpoint, and it goes two ways, and sorry, I'm going to backtrack for, for mm-hmm. a second. If you're manufacturing yourself, really have a strong quality assurance, quality control manager that's going to make sure that you're following all of your protocols day in and day out because your plans are only as good as your operators that are using them. Mm-hmm. If you're a brand that's using a co-manufacturer and you know so many people do it and we do so some co-manufacturing for people, don't take a backseat on the QA quality control side. Go visit the facility once a year. Do a mock Mm -hmm. recall, like what our um, goal is on all mock recalls. And for those of you that don't know what it is, it's, you know, I take my strawberry. Where did it come from? How many pounds of it did did I buy? And where did it go? What bags did it go into? What days did I pack it? What retailers did it go to? And our goal is to be able to do that within one hour. We just had a mock recall yesterday. I know. It's super awesome. Because I, I believe Costco's requirements is within two hours. Yes. So yes. you're beating Costco by, you're cutting their their requirements in half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the previous episode, we were talking about our ERP system. And so that's your computer system that does your accounting, but we use it for manufacturing as well. And what we made sure was built into our system is that traceability piece so that at any given time, we would know exactly where everything is. So if you're a manufacturer, really, really strong QA, QC staff, if you are using a co-man, you know, be an active participant in your products being packed, review their policies or protocols. If you're not familiar with them, you know, get a consultant to help you evaluate whether they meet muster or not. I love the SQF schematic. There's three different schemes that most people use, SQF, ERC, or AIB. All three of them, you know, if a manufacturer has one of the three, they're going to be a solid manufacturer, but be actively engaged and involved Mm -hmm. in what they're doing. And ultimately, you will care about your product far more than anyone else. And you mentioned sort of the value of brand reputation, but, but so much of of a brand or reputation and the value of it is by not screwing up and consistently yeah. being good. If you're consistently having to do recalls, sure, it's great. You can do it within an hour. Customers don't care about that. They care that you've been recalled several times. Oh, absolutely. And you know, the other side of that is it's not just about the numbers. It's not just about the checklist, you know, okay, my moisture's there, my water activity is there, my pathogens are there. It's also about the quality side of it. You know, what we do in our facility is not only do we do 
the lab quality tests every two hours. We actually taste test every two hours mm -hmm. because, you know, the last thing we want our customer to do is open a bag, take a strawberry and it's hey, the moisture is great, but it tastes horribly. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can, so I think we've all been on a bad customer service call where yeah. you're trying to tell them like, no, it just, it tastes awful. Yeah. Yeah. But the moisture is good. Like it's not right. moldy. It's fine. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll give you some advice. If a customer calls you and they're not happy, make them happy, whether they're right or they're wrong, they are your customer and you want to be just accepting of, of their experience with you own it, make it right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And especially it's, it, it's such a double-edged sword where they might not be the most right, but their, their opinion still counts for something. Absolutely. It counts, a, it counts for a lot. Well, I, I think that's a great, great place to, to wrap up Claudia. Really appreciate it. Where can people find so good? Where can people get in touch with you if they don't subscribe to this episode of Pit Stop? So you can always visit us on www.thisissogood.com and it's S-O-W. Awesome. Well, make sure you're subscribed because we're going to be talking about packaging, including sourcing recyclable packaging, which is not the easiest nor cheapest thing to do. So you have to get it right. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't end up losing a quarter million dollars because you screwed up your packaging run. Yeah. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.